Howdy, and welcome to What's the Issue? I am Aaron. I'm here with my co-host, Jared. Hello, hello. Jacob Tiberius. Hi. The world is unknowably vast and terrifying, <laughs> so let's just take a break and like just talk about some nerd shit, yeah? <laughs> I love that. All right, so today we're going to be reviewing Thor Love and Thunder and the first episode of the new Hawkeye series. Um, right out the gate, what are you thinking, Jared? Uh, Love and Thunder was fantastic. I have nothing bad to say about it. And Hawkeye, I watched about half of it and kept falling asleep. Okay, I think that probably uh, speaks volumes. Give Just give me some uh, star ratings out of five. Thor, 4.5 out of five. Hawkeye, I'll give it two point five. Ooh, those are pretty. That's pretty rough. Mm-hmm. All right, give me some. Give me some stars. All right, so Thor, Love and Thunder. Uh, ooh. ooh, this is gonna be rough. Uh, stars, I'll say I'll give it a three out of five. All right, so right in the middle. Right in the middle. Like, Mediocre. I, I, had, I had issues with it overall. It was not a terrible movie. Uh, first episode of Hawkeye, I'll give four out of five. Okay, very, very strong. I think I am going to... I think Thor Love and Thunder is probably the best Thor movie out of the eight that they made. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to give it... I'm going to go higher than the 4.5. I'm going to give it a 4.8. I think it was almost a... I think it was almost a perfect movie. Hawkeye, I'm going to give it a 3.8. Right right almost at the 4. I think it was fantastic and it ended strong. I am a big Haley Steinfeld fan and jeremy jeremy renner too i'm a, I'm a sucker for those two so i think overall we could say give them a watch what do you think oh absolutely uh, yeah yeah all right go out and watch these and then come back for our spoiler review portion okay or don't i don't know i'm not your dad <laughs> yeah or don't never come back actually if you want to go ahead and start jake i want to hear what you have to say about love and thunder just off the top okay so first off let me preface this by saying <laughs> This is the opinion I have after I I have read the comic book that the movie is largely based on. Oh, here we go. Oh, okay, source go. source material. I I, I hear yeah. that. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me. Uh, we need to get like a jar here on the table, and every time I say the phrase, "Well, in the original comics," I'm gonna put a quarter <laughs> in it. We'll be rich by the end of this. So I will say, as just like a movie, a standalone film, it was good. I I enjoyed it. As an adaptation of like what was kind of a historic saga in the comics, not not great. But MCU, the cinematic masterpiece. And okay, the star cast speaks for itself. We all have problems with the Marvel like film adaptations of things. It's it's iffy. One one thing that comes to mind immediately is Extremis. The way they handled Extremis in the MCU right. is. Like literally, it will it'll be the last thing I think about on my deathbed. It was they they handled it so awfully, and extremists in the comics is obviously incredible. But I mean, I haven't read the original source for Love and Thunder, but I, I get where you're coming from. Yeah. Like they they really shit the bed sometimes. They do, and the only reason I bring it up is because okay, so the comic that Love and Thunder is largely adapted from is the God Butcher saga that deals with gore. Uh, it's God Butcher and then God Bomb, which was crazy and awesome and involved like time travel. And there were like three different versions of Thor just kicking the shit out of this guy. And I thought that's what they were going to do. Like they were going to basically like, I thought they were going to redeem Thor after how they kind of 
fumbled or is now fumbles not the fumbled is a pretty good word for what they did with thor you know in game yeah absolutely i mean they kind of they kind of fix themselves in the beginning with their like forrest gump workout session you remember that he kept running he kept running and he was flipping those chains (laughs) and lifting those weights and he came out chris hemsworth on the other side yeah well it's more just i thought they were going to go more like back towards more serious thor you remember how he was in Infinity War, right? Right. Oh. That was peak Thor but, for me. Yes, yes. I know. I think everyone, at least in the theater I went, everyone lost their shit when he arrived in Wakanda. But in-game Thor, fat Thor, is rough. Fat, depressed, alcoholic Thor. Just... Oh, yeah. I forgot to mention this also at the top. Uh, phones on silent, please. <laughs> <laughs> that was in the list of things I wanted to mention. Oh, here we go. <laughs> That's not getting edited out. Also, I did not put my phone. Oh, it was already on silent. Okay. Good mine. job. Yep, mine has been on silent. That's not getting cut. Because I read. The Shame him, Jared. Phone on silent. Obviously. Obviously. Sorry, sorry. I get where you're coming from. Okay, so you're saying peak Thor. I obviously everybody has their issues with funny Thor, fat Thor. It was total ass. I uh, I wanted to actually talk about the humor in this movie because I thought it was actually really funny. Well, I think we've all seen a different movie at this point. We're talking about Matt Damon as Loki, Melissa McCarthy, Hella. Oh, we're, I was going to get mean, into that. That's what we're talking about, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, who was who is, uh, Thor? I think it was Luke Hemsworth. I think it was his brother. Is that his brother? Yeah, he looked so good. He looked just like him. I was like, what the fuck? It was it was absolutely terrific. The humor in the movie. Yeah, very funny movie. I can agree with you on that. Yeah. I like I enjoyed the humor. They I don't mind funny Thor. I like the funny in this movie. originally their comedy take on Thor I didn't really enjoy. I thought it I mean they were taking low blows like their Fortnite jokes and stuff like that. It just makes you kind of want to, uh, it's yeah. just really cringy. Right. But uh, this movie I thought was actually really funny. The screaming goats started to wear. Oh, I love the screaming goats. At the end of it, I thought it, they were, been, it was really like, funny. It would have been like a, if it was just like a one-off thing, maybe, but it's like every time. When they showed up in the shadow realm and hit the planet, that cracked me up. Whenever he re- is receiving the goats, it cracked me up because the priest is like, "You have accepted them. This is your this is <laughs> you, this right. is your gift. Do not leave them." <laughs> like that was that was good, and I was like, "Oh, but they're just gonna do that every time they're on screen for the next." Like, hour. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. It was great. Okay, did anybody actually take any notes? No, didn't take any notes. Okay, well, I have some notes that we can. We could run down. I pretty much took him as I was watching. So let's get let before we get too far ahead of ourselves. Right at the top, two hour runtime for a Marvel movie, not bad. No, you got to think there's twenty minutes of credits. You know, you got an hour forty minute movie, totally reasonable. And they watch time. Good story in that amount of time. Very, a very tight story. I thought, um, as opposed to like Dark World, which I don't have an exact runtime on it, but it. It dragged. Yeah, it dragged and dragged and dragged. I have no memory of that movie. I know I saw it. I've seen it like three times. The only reason I, I even tell you what happened. Yeah, the only reason <laughs> I even remember anything from Dark World is because I'm actually watching in chronological order now. I'm going down the list for all the Marvel stuff. 
I'm only about a third of the way through, but you're gonna be you're gonna be at that for a while. It's it's fine. It's actually a really fun watch, and we'll talk more about that another time. Because I think um, that the series that they've been making, uh, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, uh, Daredevil, mm-hmm. um, fantastic across the board. The Agents of Shield. I never I didn't watch it when it first started, but I just recently started watching them, and I thought that they're actually just fantastic. But we'll talk more about that at another time. But yeah, two hour runtime, not bad. No, let's see what what it actually right. Totally reasonable. Marvel movies can run long, but this one seems brief. So, um, the opening scene: Christian Bale as uh, what's his name? Gore. Oh, right. God. Fucking chills. Okay, I'll say Christian Bale as Gore is the one thing I absolutely loved wholeheartedly. Holy shit, he did I, such a good job. I have goosebumps right now. He is the best, and I didn't think that there could be a casting choice. That could be RDJ as Iron Man. But Christian Bale is gore. Unbelievable. Actual chills. He is just incredible. Like, I was not, I did not go into this movie expecting there would be like horror, like element. Right. Actual, like terror, like feeling I, actually I scared. I feel like he was in like in a completely different movie. Like, it was like Thor running around having fun, and then they would just cut to like, uh, like Insidious real quick. <laughs> when you go from like the love triangle between all the hammers and uh e- and like Lady Thor and everything, yeah. and I, and that funny humor that to Christian funny. Bale talking to children and ripping heads off of oh. animals, <laughs> holy fuck, dude, crazy, crazy. Uh, the Dark Knight Rose. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Well. well, actually, wait. Since since he's killing gods, should we call him Atheist Bale instead? Ah. Oh. Myself, <laughs> even a little quiet, Jared. I want to come at this. You want to look at my notes? Go ahead. The opening scene as a father with a daughter, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it that's... hits a, a whole different way. Jake, you don't have any kids because you know you're a loveless loner, yeah, <laughs> but you have a family and people who love you. I do. So... <laughs> well, that's another reason why that mo- this movie was so good for me is because it hit on all. All cylinders. Is that why you didn't enjoy this movie? Is it? I don't. You have to have a kid. No, you have to be. I I can say it definitely put like because obviously Christian Bale is fantastic, but to sympathize with the villain is a whole other level, and I don't think you would have. I mean, I'm sure you enjoy a good villain, but you aren't thinking like a father who lost his daughter. I would kill the universe. Absolutely. I mean, I would do the same shit. I can I can still sympathize him with him. Oh. maybe not to the extent that you two can obviously right. but right. I guess I get it like the loss of a loved one can make you do some crazy shit not only a loved one but a yeah. child your, your own, child your own flesh and blood but that's that's another reason why I love this movie so much you, you you felt sadness you felt the humor you felt mad angry happy any any expression you can feel any emotion came out in this movie in this 2 hour movie that was fantastic do you have anything to add i uh, know i agree okay moving forward let's see okay my next note thor riding stormbreaker as like a witch's broom <laughs> 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 to go to, to 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 move away from the uh, murder of children you know the you know children dying going back to the humor yeah really clever <laughs> funniness thor riding stormbreaker it even had like like the bushels of the broom, it was like the handle had grown a little bit. Like he wasn't maintaining it. So funny. All of it's really, really funny. Yeah. The 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 love triangle you were speaking of earlier, my favorite part of the whole movie. 
him talking to Stormbreaker, like, don't worry about her. She's in my past. Yeah. Like, Mjolnir, she's nothing to me. <laughs> but every time he just wants, he just keeps trying to touch her. <laughs> also, uh, going back to like the he plants Stormbreaker thing. Uh, I actually noticed on like the second time I watched it, uh, the handle is actually longer. The handle is actually like visibly like longer. Oh what? Yeah, like oh, yeah. after he lets it grow in the ground, it's oh, bigger. Yeah. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. That's the same scene that I'm talking about when he yeah, pulled it out and rides it like a witch's broom. Yeah, and it had he had it had like little roots on it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Which is crazy to think that it's alive. Could it? Could, if he took the head off of it, could it be another Groot? Or if he just like left it in the ground, would like another Groot pop up and then it's just Groot with like Stormbreaker for a hand? Holy shit! Whoa! <laughs> Thor five, everybody. <laughs> Yeah, that that's a thinker. Sick. Holy crap. I didn't ever even consider it from that angle. Let's see. Oh, yeah. The Forrest Gump scene, the workout scene, where he's literally dressed like Forrest Gump with his freaking trucker hat. So ridiculous. And then I wrote Welcome to the Jungle. Jared is creaming his pants. What, the music in this yes, movie. The soundtrack was fantastic on top of it all. That just feeds into why it was such a good movie. On one side of it, I could say it's a little... Uh, a little cheap. Oh, I loved dude. it. I loved it. I ate it up just like every other moron. Yeah, it's it's a little cheap, just like ACDC was for Iron Man. <gasps> oh, okay, all right. <laughs> I see that. So the Guns and Roses versus ACDC. We'll talk. About, I mean, I don't think Guns and Roses you can really compare to ACDC. Just Two because. But they were both just as popular in their decade. So I've been wondering, why Guns N' Roses? Because you remember in Thor Ragnarok, his like theme song was Immigrant Song, which is actually like has is like references to Vikings and North mythology. What is that Zeppelin? Yeah, which like that makes sense for Thor, but like why Guns N' Roses? Like why those songs specifically? I don't know. We'd have to pick up, peel at that. Why Guns N' Roses? Do you have a take on that? I'm con- I, yeah. I I guess it goes along with the whole love and thunder thing. Well, this I guess it I guess what it really comes down to is just the aesthetic of Guns movie posters, right? <laughs> I mean, I get like sweet child of mine. That makes sense. Right. But like what like welcome to the jungle, what does that have to do with Thor? Ready to fight. We're in the middle of a fight scene. It's the jungle. I don't know if it has anything to specifically do with Thor, but I mean, I mean it's just like if it, it has a like the movie, like I'm of the opinion that the score and the music in a movie should help, like tell the story. It gets you pumped up in the moment. Okay, but like, how can you not listen to "Welcome in the Jungle" like, or "Welcome the to only the Jungle"? Pur- and well, if that's the only purpose, why that song specifically? You could just have any song. What were all the songs that were played? "Sweet Child of Mine," "Welcome to the Jungle." There was another one. I don't see how it pertains to the Thor. It did pump me up in the moment. Right. Like, it's so a go song. off of Jared. Like, I like know. Guns N' Roses as much as anyone, but it's like, it's a, it, it's, I just thought it was a weird choice. Or just reading too far into it. Uh, okay, yeah, but the music good. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Eh, I mean, I, 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 get, mean, I, I like get where you're coming song, from. I just, you wanted it to add, add something. That's like the point. I mean. Right. I, I, guess, I guess the real point was good, good music. I guess that, you know, 
Thor is supposed to look like some '80s rocker. That's his whole aesthetic at the beginning. It, well, it just felt yeah. like they like were like, "Hey, remember how we had all those classic rock songs and Thor Ragnarok? Uh, this time too, but like different band. Let's just do it again, but like louder." Matt Damon is Loki. Hilarious. So funny. Yep. Melissa McCarthy is hella. Even funnier. Yeah, you mentioned that. So I was actually laughing. I can't remember the last time I laughed out loud in a movie, but I was cracking up. And then the part whenever they're like, like there's a disaster happening and they're like, okay, so we're going to write this, right? We're going to, we're going to go. I I feel like (laughs) he's like, I feel that the citizens need to be entertained. Yeah. They, they just lost their children. So we need to write a new play. So funny. The fact that five star actors, actresses are playing these minuscule roles just out of the humor in the movie is hilarious to me. I wonder what they got paid. Oh, you know they got paid crazy money for that thirty those sec, thirty second parts. Mm-hmm. More than we make in ten years, I promise you. Are you about to tell us why it's cheap? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I liked it. Okay, cool. <laughs> it's like I hate it. It all it has. It's just all about consumerism. <laughs> Melissa McCarthy has a movie coming out in twenty twenty three. That's the only reason she agreed to this. <laughs> Matt Damon hasn't had a role in six years <laughs> since The Martian. He's still floating on that. It's all bullshit. Yeah. Disney eats shit. Everybody wants a piece of the Marvel action. That's all it is. Money, money, money. You want to go through my notes? Oh, uh, sure. Yeah, you could take it. You could take a turn at it. Take take take, take the lead. Yeah, let me see this. Yeah. Right under Melissa McCarthy with the laughy emoji. Broken me Mjolnir, sick as fuck. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Oh like, my god, the whole machine gun aspect, bunch of bullets at one time, kind of thing. That that was great. Okay, bit of a tangent here because we haven't spoke, we haven't really talked about uh, Natalie Portman as Jane Foster. Right. Yes. We're getting into her for sure. Uh, yeah. This is a thought I've had, like, since, like, the female Thor came out uh, in the comics originally. Just let me say this before anyone accuses me of anything. Uh, I do like the idea of Jane Foster taking up the hammer and, like, becoming a, a hero in her own right. I think that's really cool. I feel like I'm the only one that thinks it's kind of weird that she's calling herself Thor. Cause Mighty that, Thor. Mighty Thor. But, like, this isn't, like, Cap, Captain America, like, giving the shield to Falcon. Thor is his name. It's not a code name. That is his legal birth name that his parents gave him. Yes. It's just weird that she's going by her ex-boyfriend's name and, like, wearing his clothes. Yeah, and they continue to refer to her as A-Thor, which but, kind of makes you think that Thor is just A-Thor also. But, like, yeah, no, it's maybe. it's just the one guy whose name is Thor, and that's it. That was a little strange. I just thought it was a little funny. But, I mean, I guess it's a lot just for a joke. Is that how it is in the comics? Yeah, she just I'm, calls herself Thor. Yeah, she's just Thor. Hmm. And it was actually in the comics, She Jane Foster becomes Thor because old Thor can't lift the hammer anymore. And he starts going by Odinson, which is just his last name, which I also thought was weird. If you get the hammer, do you just get the name now? You get the powers of Thor, you don't get to be him. Right. Hmm. But, like, Rhodey uh, wouldn't be Iron Man if he put on the suit. Yeah, no. He, he... Pepper, she gets her own suit. She doesn't call herself Iron Man. No. So, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Also, it's kind of weird to me that, like, when Jane picks up the hammer, she gets, like, the whole, like, Asgardian armor, and she gets taller, and her hair goes blonde. Oh, yeah. Why didn't that happen to Cap when he picked up the hammer in Endgame? Because I guess he was already peak. Yeah, he he had already gone Super Saiyan. Yeah, he's already got his, like, peak form, (laughs) right? That's the whole point. I mean, he's peak human, but, like... Okay, fair. He's not peak Asgardian. Yeah, he's not peak Asgardian. Hmm. 
he was just using me on there though he wasn't trying to do the transformation he could pick it up and use it and also jane had to do the transformation so she could even function right because yeah. she has cancer that's true she if she wasn't even holding it in like in full transformation then she couldn't even stand basically so that's another thing the cancer <laughs> the ankle. cancer thing uh that is straight from the comics no no problem with that do have a problem with in the movie uh the reason she can like lift the hammer is because thor unknowingly is like i want you to protect jane and keep her safe right uh in the comics she's actually just worthy of it by her own right well she probably was worthy of it by her own right in the movies well no because in the comics the reason she's worthy uh is because you know thor learns she has cancer and he's like oh i'll go on a a mighty quest and i'll get something that'll cure you and she's just like nah i'll just i'm gonna do it the way everyone else has to deal with it and that's what made her worthy of it so kind of what they did but they just didn't explicitly say in the movie that she was just worthy of the hammer yeah like i feel like like it doesn't have to be just like just because you know thor like unknowingly enchanted the hammer because he can do that i guess i thought that was a cool angle i would say it makes me feel better about the cancer thing that it comes straight out of the comics yeah um, as opposed to i just felt it was cheap no that's actually uh there was like a long period of time i think to current day that uh jane foster has cancer so she still has cancer yeah i think i want to say currently it's in remission but most of when you see her she's like bald from chemo she's wearing like a headscarf all frail yeah yeah well, let's let's move on from that and go. I want to talk about Zeus. Okay, uh, we'll get there. Oh, that's so far. Well, there's so much stuff in between it. I'm afraid we're gonna miss stuff. But yeah, we can talk about Russell Crowe as Zeus. Dark half. So I think okay, he pretty much completely encapsulates what how I feel an actual god would think. <laughs> Just absolute apathy towards everything. So perfect, so funny. Not even giving a shit. All he cared about was when the orgy starts. Yeah, when's the orgy? You're not invited to the orgy. <laughs> so funny. You hated it, didn't you? Oh, on the contrary, I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> the whole uh, pantheon of every god ever. Yep. So awesome in one city. Mm, uh, omnipotent city. Omnipotent city. Yeah. Uh, another yeah. thing that uh, they brought over from the comics. That's canon. That's canon. <clears throat> I mean, I, it's canon, like in both versions. Y'all can hold your. Mics I did feel if you, want. you can hold these it, nuts. It should be fine. Just hold your mics. I did feel Zeus died too easy. He didn't die though. Yeah, he's still. Alive. Did you not watch the end credit scenes? I guess I didn't. You that's goddamn the, moron. That's the first one. That's not even the after credit scene. Yeah, like, that's the. We get. To oh see. no! I got it, distracted it the, by my kid. It is the after credit scene. <laughs> well, on fair. Disney Plus, you can literally hit skip credits. It'll take you to the. Uh, oh yeah. man! The end scene. Now I feel like I didn't even get to see the well, best it, part. It's what leads up to the next Thor movie. Mm-hmm. Or whatever more movie they're gonna do it's zeus surrounded by his like concubines and he's got a hole in his chest and he's like i just don't understand how thor couldn't respect me blah 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 and all this <laughs> shit and he's like i need you to take care of this you got that son and then it shows hercules oh and he's like cool. oh fuck. yeah so sick but yeah he didn't die he just got incapacitated which makes sense yeah well now he doesn't have his Bolt. Right. He does. Valkyrie, which is another thing I wanted to say is you get a lot of Valkyrie in this movie and which I, like. I don't hate it. Yeah, I, I love her. Yeah. She's funny. She's badass. I 
feel like she was in love with Jane Foster. Well, she is a lesbian. Yes, I know and that. That is a thing, but uh, uh, bisexual, actually. Bisexual. Okay. I, I think that was like. Well, yeah, that was a given when Thor lost all of his clothes. She was wide-eyed yeah. just with the rest of them. Well, I mean, everybody was. <laughs> yeah. Even Zeus was a little like, okay, all right. <laughs> Women I, fainting all around. Literal. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I mean, I was there. I want to get the uh, uncensored version of that movie for sure. I'm going to have a couple of freeze frames. I. Oh Lord. We're getting off track. Yes. Where were we at? Valkyrie. Valkyrie. No, before that. Well, we Valkyrie were still talking about the bolt. Valkyrie is... The uh, bolt, Zeus. Uh, okay, so he doesn't have his thunderbolt. We're getting Hercules in the next whatever oh, yeah. movie. Which I'm super excited to see. I don't... I didn't recognize the actor. Uh, I did not either, actually. And I didn't see it. Yeah, you literally didn't even see it. Oh, come on, man. You know you gotta watch it. They do two oh, now. So... They do one right after the credits, and they do one at the end of... The, the main I'm the so end upset credits. about that so we love Russell Crowe's Zeus oh absolutely Every, the whole pantheon so cool so funny I love that I thought it was cool because like you don't usually see Russell Crowe in like comedic roles like that mm-hmm. and it's nice to just let him you can tell he was just having an absolute blast with it he was the perfect asshole perfect I, Zeus I loved his accent that was funny yeah a lot of people I saw I couldn't my, really pin the accent a lot of I've seen a lot of people like why is he talking in Slavic yeah, that's what it sounded like, like to me. No, that's, very... that's a Greek accent. It sounded very... Is that a Greek accent? That is, I believe that is an Check. Englishman's uh, approximation of a Greek accent. That's about as close <laughs> as Russell Crowe could get. Yeah. It like, just sounded real Czech to me, so... I, I mean... Apparently, like, a lot of people thought that, but then the, the other people were like, no, that's that's actually what, like, Greek people from Greece sound like. Huh. I mean, like, I've, the more I've never know. been to Greece. So don't take my word on it. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I literally, I like I'm saying, I have no from idea. Strangers on the internet who have my best interest at heart, I'm sure. Of course, because the right. internet never lies. You got, you must trust the internet. <laughs> Listen to us. Take our opinions to heart. Everything we say is true. We are the best podcast. One hundred percent. Yes. Now this is going to turn into a little bit of an ASMR hypnotist <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> Listen to our podcast. Mm. Podcast podcasts listen to the the t's and the okay, p's on this old. dj hero microphone <laughs> okay korg i was never a korg fan how can you not be? i wasn't um this movie made me a korg fan yeah. i loved him in this movie so funny and when he breaks apart and he's just a face and they're carrying him around valkyrie just puts him in her bag oh no she in ties him in the back of her head, head. Yeah. that's what to it be was the eyes bo- uh, in the back so of her head. funny it was it was great. You like Korg? I like Korg. Jacob Tiberius. Okay, first don't call me Jacob. <laughs> I say I'll say Jake whenever it's just I'm doing a one, but the Jacob Tiberius is it just sounds better. Jake Tiberius doesn't sound as elegant or regal. Just call him A. A. Ron. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> haven't heard that a million times. Okay, you know what? Every time you call me Jacob, I'm just gonna call you Ron. How about that? Ron. Uh, there we go. That's gross. <laughs> well, to answer your question, Ron, uh, uh, I like Korg. I thought like the narration bit, kind of like with the goats, I think it went on a bit too long. Oh, okay. Really, that's my only note for that. Well, since you brought up the goats, which you didn't like, I my next note is something I didn't like. Heimdall's son. Ugh. Ugh. How do you not like the Heimdall? I mean, it's just like, like that whole just the way they talked about it. It was like I can't use my eyes yet, and it's just like oh, so silly, and it's just kind of. Uh, 
It had to have some it way of some... tying it for Thor to be able to find them. They had to figure out a way. To it just had it. a little bit of like Deus they, they Ex Machina like... shit feel yeah. to me. Like they kind of like wrote themselves in a corner, like, "Oh fuck, we killed Heimdall, and and now we can't use it." So, You've never seen him before, like, right? You've never he heard has any. A son. Oh yeah, he has a son, and the son has the same powers, but it's not complete. He isn't completely He's in still control learning, of it. And his... He calls himself Axel, like Axel Rose, Guns and Roses. Oh, uh, so funny! Hey. What was yeah, his, what was his actual name? Uh, Astrid uh, or Astrid? Astrid. 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 Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Which actually, in Scandinavia, that is a unisex name. Oh, I, yeah, I yeah, didn't have a problem with like the name. It's only like in the West that it's. But it's funny that he's just like like he obviously is clearly becoming of age, like thirteen ish, yeah, and he's just like rebelling like um no and he has been living on earth so he has heard gnr well he had his like posters that. in his room right yeah so uh for him to want to be called axel is cool and it's a cool name to choose yeah um yeah astrid and for him to be like oh i'm not astrid that, I mean, like, <laughs> like the rebellious the rebelliousness yeah. of i mean once i got past it's just one of those pills i guess you got to take it's just like suspension of disbelief kind of stuff that you sometimes have to choke down whenever you're trying to enjoy a movie yeah but i didn't you like have to it. just remember like oh this isn't a character this is just like a plot device right yeah exactly uh, he did have some nice some nice moments but in the grand scheme of it i thought it was cheap i use that word a lot it's just but i mean disney i mean come on disney oh i'm dalson you, okay, you yes, didn't like it, or you liked it. Yes. Well, I go ahead. Give, give, like sell it to me. I don't have to sell it to you. If Disney couldn't sell it to you, how the hell am I going to sell it to you? You are my best friend. True. Your opinion I already hate Disney. Stupid. Okay. <laughs> nice. Got him. Owned. <laughs> okay, wrap it up. Next point. Oh, uh, yeah. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, my next point. Um, we already kind of touched on this, but Christian Bale and the kids in the cage phenomenal whenever they're they're like heads will roll and he's like and he rips the head off the snake yeah talking about how thor cut off thanos's head with stormbreaker and he's like oh i thought y'all liked stories like this as he's ripping off the head of a snake god the worst part was how animated he was (sighs) how bright his face looked but in that gaunt makeup like I'm, I can't be the only one that got kind of Joker vibes from that. Oh, oh yeah. absolutely. He he took notes yeah. from some of it. the greatest like villains of all time, which, I mean, off I mean, top, Joaquin Phoenix, best. Heath Ledger, like, unbelievable. And for him to look as dour as he, how awful, on the verge of death he looked. You almost couldn't even tell it was him. But for him, his eyes to be wide open and a big smile on his face the cheekbones up it is just like the ugh. He, he's just yeah. i can't literally can't say enough good things about yeah. christian bale in this movie there's actually another like layer to that scene too if you think of like you guys were talking about like he was a father and this just might be his like just he might have genuinely been trying to like comfort the kids but he's yeah. just so crazy now Ooh, I didn't even think about it yeah. from that angle. Like he might have actually he's, thought that was a good thing to do. He was sitting on the stoop or whatever, and he started telling the story, ripping off the head, and he was like, oh shit, I, I didn't realize y'all didn't like these kinds of stories. <laughs> As someone you uh, have perused the source material, is the snake something that, is that like a reference, or I didn't yeah, recognize snake. the snake. What was the name Almost of the snake? like an eel. It's 
far as I can tell, no. Mm. But something it kind of reg- uh, it kind of gave me basilisk basilisk vibes. Yeah, yeah. Something though that is interesting is you know like his like uh, Gore's like shadow monsters uh, yeah. that he can like summon. Did you notice that those are based on the drawings that his daughter did on the rock in the first scene? I didn't see no. that. They are. If you go back and watch it, like a lot of them will look very similar. That is. That's pretty phenomenal. So it's him, like, bringing her imagination to life, but in this... Essentially weaponizing his daughter's, like... Brain. Her, yeah. her mind. Ooh. Yeah, there's... I'm sure there's a ton of layers. I don't... I will watch Love and Thunder again. Next time I watch it, it'll be when it comes up in the, the chronological order, mm. like I was saying. But, like, I could probably... I got, like, 60 things to watch before I hit Love and Thunder again, but... Wow. I'm sure there's a shit ton of layers. There's a lot of references that I missed, I'm sure. Cause I'm going to have to watch it again this week. So, Doing this podcast is going to incentivize me to want to get more into the comics and things like that and like really peel back layers and stuff. But uh, I knew there was going to be stuff that you were going to recognize that I missed. Okay, we uh, next point, getting a ton of Valkyrie. Like I said, we can we can touch back on her again because I think she was fantastic. What uh, does anybody know the actress's name? Uh, not off the top of my head. No. She Fifth is day. incredible. I love her accent. It makes me erect. Oh, right. <laughs> I cannot, I, I, dude. And her, uh, I like the fact that she's like friends with Jane. That they're that they seem kind of tight. Yeah, like I thought friends. her almost rolling her eyes. It feels like her demeanor whenever she's going through all the stupid presidential bullshit that you have to do (laughs) as a human on earth well i mean she's not human but you know what i'm saying like as a leader on earth you have to sometimes you end up on a talk show there's going to be merchandising things like that i mean they what they brought like fucking starbucks and stuff into asgard and all this nonsense she has to become part of nato or whatever the un and it's just so silly all she wants to do is hit things with a sword exactly like it's just not how asgard (laughs) has ever been ran there's no politics on asgard there's the king and that's it right right and but this king was more of like a presidential figure exactly and you could just see how miserable she was actually going through the rigmarole of the the stuff so i really liked that a lot i mean i'll say there were there were politics in asgard it's just you can usually solve debates by you know beheading people right much easier you can't do that no not well i mean she probably could have pulled it off it was a little different for sure how it's like a uh tourist attraction Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just oh man it's so got earth amusement park uh yeah what else is it like a dip and dots but it's named something literally uh, a souvenir shop yeah. with little thors and coffee cups and uh, shit plays yeah you mentioned the, the ice plays cream. you mentioned the ice cream shop that's called infinity cone and oh, oh that's what it was oh <laughs> my god like, so funny like a lot of people have brought that up but it wouldn't that be like the same as having like a holocaust theme yeah it, yeah it literally like whose similar. idea was that three and a half billion people died <laughs> because of that gauntlet and you're gonna put it on an ice cream shop I, like, oh so like, funny fucking no wonder thor doesn't come around too often anymore when you got that go ahead yeah remind him of the most traumatic day yeah. of his life and then complain that he's not around anymore to peel a layer back like there's the consumerism of it and it like 
like them taking a shot. I mean, for of all things, Marvel and Disney to take a shot at consumerism is just so funny because it's the exact thing that they would do in real life. They oh, would yeah. they would open up an Infinity Cone. I'm surprised they ha- they don't have one at Disney World already. Uh, honestly, after this movie, they might. They but, probably will. Um, but until they can get any of the rights to the rest of the Marvel stuff, they're not going to build in Disney World. Okay, let's see. What's the next note? Well, we could talk about uh, the like love triangle slash like square kind of thing that we going on got going on with Thor and like Jane Foster and then Mjolnir and Stormbreaker. Um, we already touched on it a little bit, but we could dip into it before we get in because I I'm pretty much wrapping up on my note. I'm getting into my favorite part of the movie. I didn't get it. You didn't get it. I just it was just... like I get the joke. Like oh, it's like he's it's That's... his girlfriend. But like since when is that is the since when is Stormbreaker sentient? <laughs> like, since when well, does it have, like, a personality? Like well, a mood? Yeah, like... I mean, it's part of Groot. Groot has... Well, see, we were talking... is part of Groot, We were talking about that. Well, it's become one does entity. Does that mean he's, like, in a relationship with Groot now? I guess similar. That'd be weird. Yeah. My brain just exploded. <laughs> just, Hold on a second. It's just weird, because it's never... Before now, it's never shown a sign of, like, having any kind of intelligence like Mjolnir either well it has been a long time since we've seen Stormbreaker he ran off with the Guardians but that was like maybe a year at most aren't we missing a movie though I feel like they kind of I feel like they skipped a beat they didn't do a Thor Guardians movie I mean this is the Thor Guardians movie honestly well it's just the beginning part from what I hear Thor's supposed to just like the Guardians did in this movie was supposed to be in Guardians 3 where it should Oh, the two. okay. Kind of a prequel to Love and Thunder. Right. Okay. All right. Well, I'll be, we'll hold that for them for now. But okay, I get what you're saying. The sentience part. Yeah. It kind of didn't make a lot of like sense. Like, kind of like, you're just bringing up a lot of stuff for the sake of a joke. Raising a lot of very interesting questions about the... Well, it could be intentional. We already touched on how the, the handle did grow, right? It is... And if you think about it from this angle, which is why my brain was exploding, you see Groot pick up Stormbreaker... And like become the handle, whatever. If you were, you know, everybody knows that scene. Yeah. And then he chops his arm off. And then, so is Thor holding Stormbreaker at all? Or is Groot always the one lifting the hammer and Thor's just like picking up Groot's arm the whole time? Is it, is the entire, is the entire axe one entity or is it really just the hand, like the head of it? That's like, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I get Like, where would, like, if it is sentient, like, where is it coming from? Is it in the handle that is part of Groot, or is it, like, the magic axe head? Right. Mjolnir does never show any sentience at all in the whole movie. Uh, Yeah, so it's only Stormbreaker that Mm -hmm. does that. Yeah, it's the only one that gets jealous. Yeah, very, very jealous. Yeah, to put a word to it. Pouting. Yeah, pouting almost. I will admit, I did kind of chuckle during the scenes where Mueller would just kind of, like, float slowly into frame. (laughs) I was just, like, found it, like, really hilarious that it always goes blade first towards him. But even that could be explained, like, I mean, Stormbreaker wasn't doing that. He was trying to will Mjolnir to him at some point. Yeah. Like like the like the first one, he's trying to get Mjolnir to come to him, but I guess his full concentration was unintentionally bringing the axe to him. Yeah. I thought of, I thought a funny part was whenever Mjolnir's just on the barrel on the boat. And, and he just, like, walks up and starts talking to it. Yeah, he starts talking to it, and then he's <laughs> in between him and Jane, and then he, like, just... Poured a beer. I think you're big enough now. Here's your beer. On, yeah, on Stormbreaker. Yeah. But 
then he like quickly picks up me on here. He's like, just checking, like <laughs> just making sure, just double sure. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Like it's a lot for a lot of questions to bring up for a joke because obviously, like we're doing now, people are going to analyze the shit out of that. It it, it did kind of go on for a while. Also, like, it raises another question: Has Thor had sex with his weapons? Uh. Like I get he was in space for a while, but like, come on. You get uh, you get lonely. I've never been that lonely. I mean, it's Thor though. He is a god. I mean, he he's getting it regardless. I mean, yeah, like we see in the little like montage. Montage of yeah, his so, like, girlfriends yeah, he's and not, shit. He is not hurting for companionship. No, he like that one where he fucked the wolf lady on top of a lady <laughs> wolf, and then I guarantee he fucked the lady wolf too. They just couldn't say it in a Disney movie. Also, they did they say shit a say lot. They could say that, I wanted but they to could mention that. talk about the orgy. That could mean anything. They really... <laughs> what was this movie rated? Rated R? It had to have been rated R. PG-13. Is it? Yeah. That's yeah. why they only Partial said shit. nudity, stuff like that. Going on another tangent here. Go for it, baby. So, okay, so we know that Thor hooked up with that wolf lady yeah. in the beginning. And, like, then towards the end, during, like, the before the final battle, there's, like, a little kid who is also, a, like, a wolf oh this might i don't know like they never he's just he's literally on screen for one second but it was just like wait hold on wait a goddamn minute (laughs) oh easter egg i didn't even think about that oh you know what actually leads up perfectly into my next topic the kid thor army at the end of the movie fantastic best moment in the entire movie so just go on record you to support child soldiers absolutely oh um, absolutely. mostly if they cool. have the power right. of thor if they have the power of thor i am all for it uh temporarily oh that was funny that was a funny thing he's <laughs> like these children will have the power of thor if they believe for a limited time only <laughs> but it was just badass and they were just holding bits of just junk and like that little girl was like wielding her teddy bear so sick i mean maybe that's just me coming at it as a parent like just thinking like how badass that moment was but did you like it i didn't hate it i thought it was cute yeah it was very it was less of warming kind of cool moment you could take it you could take it a couple of different ways though like you're saying kid soldiers is messy is also you could think like oh thor is using this as a way to protect the kids like this is a way to make them stronger more durable things like that it also could be taken as thor using them as a distraction yeah like to fight the shadow people things the shadow monsters so he could get to gore i mean you could take it a couple different ways yeah what do you think? You see it? You think about it like that? Yeah, like, it's a little, it's it a little could, shadowy. It's a little sketchy. It's a, yeah, it's like a little like Thor. What's up? What are you doing? Are you trying to protect these children, or are you trying to use these children? Like, am I supposed to be rooting for the guy with the child army right now? <laughs> now, gore at the end. Okay, so going to eternity. Right, the to end. Make it, the, he, the wish. Yes. Can um, I just say why didn't Thor like just? pick up Jane Foster and throw her through the portal. Because then the movie wouldn't have scared. They made it to eternity. Right. They get one wish. Everybody there can all agree that the wish that should be made is to bring this little girl back from the dead. Bring her back from the dead without her father. We can't save Gore. We can't save Jane. We get one shot. But I mean, she's already gone. Why not save Jane? I'm only saying this as like Thor, right? Thor, which is the same problem Gore had with all the gods being selfish, you know. But in general, she's gone. Gore's <laughs> gonna die. They're gonna be brought back together in the afterlife if, like, some of the gods say there wasn't. They didn't die in battle. They're not going to Valhalla, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but 
Uh, my whole point is, is I didn't Thor see could this coming. Jane Foster, and he didn't. I did not see this coming. <laughs> okay, you think Thor should have wished Jane Foster healthy and not been okay with bringing love back to life? Mm, well, why kill love to bring love back? And how are you going to bring a child back to where her father's about to die in her arms? That's fucking horrible. But you're forgetting that that wasn't Gore's original plan. His, his The original idea is I'm going to get to eternity and I'm going to wish for all gods to just be dead. Yeah. And then it's it literally like Thor choosing to like be with Jane in her final moments is like what's like... That's what like snaps him out of the crazy. He's like, oh, I can just bring my daughter back. I choose love. Oh, okay. That's, See, that's the he uh, was he was right. That's the that's the pivot moment. Yeah. It's Thor being like, like this knew, fight is over. You like, do whatever I, it is you're gonna do. You're gonna kill me. I'm gonna spend time with the love that I have. And yeah, you but could he ha- could have easily have chosen. Uh, well, I'm going to kill you before you make that wish because you're frail now and don't have your sword. And I'll just make the wish for Jane to be healthy. That would, well, that would have been a horrible ending. Well, I'm just saying. That Thor literally would have just proved Gore It would have proved right. Gore right, and it would well, have I understand that point ruined too. all of Thor's character that they built up over the entire, the literal entire last half of the Marvel everything. <laughs> all the growth that Thor is supposed to have made would have been shit on because he would have just chopped off Gore's head and wished for Jane to not have cancer, and then it would have been that is awful <laughs> i can't even leave the child dead she's already gone <laughs> the child is already dead kill the father <laughs> do it the dude was gonna die anyways he was about to die with the child shit. back long enough to watch her father die and now you're gonna be raised by uncle thor who you've never fucking met before in your life that's kind of weird too i thought it was cute and uh, is it canon no none of that's canon no i thought the fact that okay we'll see now to just pivot off that real quick the fact that she comes back and it's like she's been touched by eternity mm-hmm. is so insane is eternity eternity has to be an actual entity yeah that it? is yeah and actually uh, the depiction of it in the film is like one-to-one is it is it That's is it true. spot on it is spot cool. on and it that blew me away when i saw it but now she wields stormbreaker mm-hmm. and milnir's back with thor but we still who is she she's, she's love. love that's 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 her name okay yeah her like she's reborn as love yeah like you get it i choose love and, the, and you get it jared and another layer to pull back the fact that what is something that can um exist for eternity love i mean it's poetic yeah i can see that and she's cute She's a cute little girl yeah. wielding this giant axe. You know that's, uh, that's Chris Hemsworth's daughter? No way. Like his actual daughter. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I didn't realize. She's not a big fan of pan flaps. This is Earth. These are Earth pan flaps. <laughs> I do not like them. All right. That was uh, one of my next things, the Love and Thunder ending. I liked it a lot. And I think that the, it was the only obvious the only obvious ending. I, I mean, like the fact that every, the fact that he's raising her was a little strange. I can agree. But it was also cute. And that they travel the universe and fight crime or whatever the fuck they do. I feel like it's weird that no one, no one in the Marvel universe uh, brings up the fact that time travel exists and would literally solve every problem you have. I hate time travel and I wish it was never a part of any of it. Well, it's really hard to put time travel back in the box when you take it out of the box, Ron. That's why I wish... <laughs> All right, Tiberius. All right, let's wrap it up. Um, let's see. Okay, so the Hercules reveal, the Valhalla reveal, Jane Foster and Valhalla, Heimdall there. Loved it. You didn't see any of that. No, I missed. 
Okay, so Jane Foster. Yeah. The the first end credit scene is Zeus and Hercules. Right. And then the second, um, at the end end, is uh, Jane in Valhalla, and Heimdall greets her. Oh, that's phenomenal. Yeah, so so she's not out. Um, there she'll be back for sure. Last point: best Thor movie. Absolutely. I think it, absolutely. I don't. Not. What do you think mm, is the best movie? The best Thor movie. The best Thor movie. I said yeah. it in the beginning, it's Infinity War. Oh well, that, that's not a Thor movie. Yeah, we're that's a movie about with Thor. Thor. It's the that's an Avengers movie. Oh, uh, then uh, Ragnarok. Mm. Mm. Melissa McCarthy played hella better. Oh no, dude, I can't. <laughs> Ragnarok literally 30 seconds dude get over it it was that good she Amazing. her her performance is always it's always going to touch me in a way that I can't explain <laughs> it makes me erect okay so you think Ragnarok I think no nah, if I was going to if I was going to give them in order I would probably like Dark World is obviously the worst can we all agree that Dark World is the worst we don't have to agree on the best yeah, no. Dark it Thor. wasn't bad, but yeah, it Jared, was I swear not to God. the best. The original Thor is, I think, one of the weaker introduction movies. Mm, yeah. If we were talking about the big three, Captain America, Iron Man, Thor, the original Thor is the weakest of the three. Definitely. Yeah. See, and I think Cap was the weakest of the three, but... Watch it again, baby. Oh, so good. It'll make you cry. No, it's not better than Iron Man. <laughs> yeah. like I'm, I'm the Iron the, Man the is, box of scraps in a yeah. cave line is, is so iconic. That's got to be like one of the... I'd say like Iron Man is probably the best like superhero origin movie. Oh, Ever. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to be... Close. Closely followed by, like, the first Sam Raimi Spider-Man. Oh, Tobey Maguire. Yeah. The first Spider-Man. Yeah. Two, two and three, I think two might be the best Spider-Man. This actual Spider-Man 2 with Tobey Maguire <laughs> might be the best Spider-Man they ever made. But I haven't seen the last two uh, with Tom Holland, so... Stay tuned Tom for that. Yeah. Okay, so that wraps up our review of Thor Love and Thunder. Go watch it if you didn't, if you actually sat through all this spoiler shit. But it is absolutely worth it. Worth it. Absolutely. And you can, you know, it's just on Disney Plus. Just watch it. I watched it for free. Yeah, go ahead and uh, watch it. You know, uh, take notes like Aaron did. Uh, tell us who you think was right, me yeah. or these two. Start a startup podcast and we'll listen to yours. Yeah, and absolutely. We'll to us. Yeah. And then or, we can have each other on and we can listen to each other talk. And we can just like. Just like stop having separate podcasts and just form like one big one. An army of podcasts. This is happening now? <laughs> okay. All right, let's move on. Uh, first impressions segment. This will be a segment where we watch the first episode of a series and then say whether or not we'd actually watch more of it. So we're going to talk about Hawkeye today. Initial thoughts. I can start getting in my points if y'all are having issues with direction. You didn't even finish it. Well, what I did see, it, it started out really, really good. You started off with the little girl losing her father during the battle of uh, the first Avengers movie. That that hit pretty hard. She saw Hawkeye. She lost her father. She was like, now I have to protect my mother. She's eight years old. Any eight-year-old would want to be the strong one and, you know, I have to protect mom. So, what's her mom do? What can I do for you? What can I you know what can i do for my child and she's like give me a bow and arrow that was that hit hard as like once again and we i think we picked a good like duality of things uh the the parent yeah aspect of everything um like the daughter losing her father in the first in the movie we got father losing the daughter but then the daughter losing the father in this show um was hitting me I actually thought the opening scene was pretty weak until they brought in all the Avengers stuff. Obviously, I didn't think that the actress was very good. I mean, that's just that's how child actors are. It's hard. Know? It's hard with yeah. child actors for sure. Go ahead. What do you guys say? You're leaning in hard. Oh no, it's because I've been awake for 16 hours. And <laughs> I'm very tired. 
It's all right. You only have to do this for another hour. I we can get into my points. Haley Steinfeld. I'm a huge fan. To see her, uh, her. I guess I guess her superhero origin is really fun. Um, she's a great actress. A little Easter egg. Stain Tower. Did anybody Ooh, catch that? Did, Obadiah yeah. Stain's family obviously owns right. that building. I think that's. Uh, I think it was actually the bell tower that was destroyed. Um, was nice. Stain Tower. They probably donated the building to the campus, which I thought was a good little Easter egg. Rogers the Musical. Oh, yeah, that was horrible. Hawkeye at Rogers the Musical. <laughs> it was, he was funny. To kill himself. Oh yeah, but it being on Broadway and um and I have an, another little note merchandising merchandising throughout them everybody capitalizing on selling the heroes. Oh yeah, is so American. Yeah. That's honestly like, yeah, that is the realest part of that series. The realest part of the movie and this show is how much people would actually capitalize on these people being heroes. It's, it's like almost meta in a way. Yeah. Well, day in human history. Liter- well, up until up the until, snap. Yeah, up until the snap. And yeah, they're just feeding off of it. Yeah. Which actually, uh, fun fact, did you guys know that in uh, the universe of Marvel Comics... Uh, there is actually a comic book company called Marvel. I didn't know that. No, it I is, and it that. publishes books based on like the adventures that the superheroes actually have. So there's like I'm some tripping. guy, like in the world of Marvel, whose job it is is to like follow around superheroes and like interview them. Huh. And I want to read that guy's story. Because you know that guy's had to like sit down with like Frank Castle and Daredevil and Moon Knight. Oh yeah, he actually has to interview them to be able to get the stories down on pa- paper. Yeah. Probably, holy shit! Yeah. Like I, I want to, I want to, I want to read guy. that guy's villain origin story. Like he is interviewing all these heroes, maybe, and he's like, "Oh well, this is oh you got bit by a radioactive spider. That's cool." Or you know, you are worthy of this hammer. Blah blah blah. And it's like, oh well, he maybe he goes and seeks out a way to get his own powers. Nah. No, you don't like that. Now, I think it'd be better if it was just like a dude just kind of doing his job, not really giving a fuck. Like, oh, like okay. yeah, uh, whatever, Doctor Doom. Can, can I just like, <laughs> just I need a statement. <laughs> we get it. You're the dictator of Latveria. <laughs> Ooh, I just have a job to do. Come like, on. I'm trying. Like, I'm trying to get. I'm trying to be somewhere right now. <laughs> it's not fucking Latveria. <laughs> all right my next point um she's a rich kid which i thought was a nice spin uh, usually a lot of the times um oh, yeah. your, our hero is some poor like i mean you think spider-man obviously poor kid a lot of adversity everything you know getting shit on their entire life but um i guess her origin is that the only thing holding her back was literally nothing because wealth i thought that was i, I mean it, it's cool to see someone succeed I mean, you got to think the rich kid, the like the rich kids in media. You got Bruce Wayne and Iron yep. Man, right? Yeah. Like Tony Stark, the people who are able to use their wealth to get ahead. But I mean, on the flip side, she doesn't like make technology. She uses her wealth to get skills. Yeah. To make herself a hero, oh, I like I like yeah. that. I like that. It does explain like how she's able to like buy all the uh, like trick arrows and stuff. Right. Well, it looked like she made some of her trick arrows herself everyone's got to be able to like okay another tangent go ahead why does every superhero have to be like a master engineer like what i like about uh like the daredevil series is that he's just he he just like has to like go to someone else to get all of his shit made (laughs) 
Oh yeah, like, like in Daredevil, he has to have somebody make his suit. Yeah, like yeah. someone makes his suit, someone makes his weapons, because he actually acknowledges, like, yeah, I don't know how to sew. Yeah, I, I was just wearing see. a black sweater. He can see. Watch the show. What? <laughs> Watch the fucking you show. You don't know anything about Daredevil, you fucking crap. I literally cried. It's the best thing ever. It's Go so good. It. Poor Charlie Cox can't get has trouble getting roles because he was daredevil because he spent so many years actively avoiding eye contact with people who's charlie cox <laughs> jared I'm, I'm i'm gonna throw something that was ron <laughs> that was ron <laughs> ron asked come on jacob here. don't throw stuff i have a really nice laptop here okay that's just paper but yeah just them being capable of doing anything or yeah. or everything i guess really is your which is like i get like rich kid she can like buy skills can she buy technical skills because i becomes like a oh yeah well she's going to school you don't know what she's going to school for right i mean that's a good point but it's just like god why is everyone an engineer in this universe uh, i guess like, it's just like one of those peter parker tony stark well they're brilliant what's her name shuri yeah black panther sister shuri what's what's the line uh, it's like, when did you become an expert on Rada Rada? It's from one of the Avengers movies. And he's like, last night? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, that's not how that works. I don't care how smart you are. I you don't know. Master you fucking Tony Stark. Tony Stark. Well, imagine how quickly you could learn. I will jerk off Tony Stark all day, son. I swear. Uh, imagine how quickly you would learn if you have Jarvis in your ear. That's true. I mean, I have Siri on my phone. I, I, oh my still God. Takes, still it, this right. is really it setting the takes, tone it still takes a thousand hours to become expert at something well you're not tony stark are you <laughs> that's right <laughs> tony stark built this yeah in a cave with a box of scraps kid he could become an expert on anything in a, in a night youtube and tony stark that's going to become one hell of a combination the closest thing to tony stark is Elon Musk. All right, all right, all right. We're getting off topic. We are, we keep talking about Tony Stark and Iron Man. Let's and let's focus on the Hawkeye show. Um, the ending. Oh, obviously everything everything with Hawkeye and his kids, him dealing with his obvious PTSD mm-hmm. of not only the Battle of New York but also losing Natasha, things like that. Yeah. Like this is you know, and then him being treated out like a hero in New York whenever he doesn't. He just wants to be ignored i mean he's basically right. lived his entire life as a super spy yeah but if i can get free chinese food it, i will take yeah. free chinese food yeah, every absolutely. fucking day but he also is i'm sure very wealthy <laughs> i don't think i think he can afford the chinese food um you don't really see you didn't watch it but you don't really see a uh, hawkeye do anything super except for at the very end whenever he ends up saving i can't even remember, kate bishop yeah Whenever he ends up saving Kate because she gets her in a little too deep, mm. and that's how they meet at the end. And she's like, "Oh my God, you're Hawkeye!" Because you saw the opening scene, right? That's yeah. what inspired her to begin with. And she's like, "Oh my God!" Obviously, she knows who he is. And he's like, "Who the fuck are you? <laughs> like, what are you doing?" Because, uh, oh man, I hate that she didn't see this, but she ends up at a like a black market auction of all this shit with these rich no, I people. Saw, I got you that. saw that? You I saw her she, get uh, the Ronin outfit. She the Ronin yes. suit. Yeah. Well, she steals it. Yeah, yeah she's, it was up for auction and they came in through the back door to steal something. I, I think they were after the sword. That's that's what I was, uh, around the time I fell asleep. I always forget that, like, uh, Clint Barton spent, like, at least, like, a year or so just murdering criminals as Ronin. Oh, yeah. Like, literally like, right, slaughtering. Oh, that's right. 
That's probably like that's probably contributing to the PTSD. Is just the fucking rampage he went on. I completely forgot about the Ronin um, angle, and the whole time I was trying to remember who was the Ronin. But the fact that it was Hawkeye, I, yeah. it, it obviously it jogged my memory. But um, the Ronin character is super sick, like the dark antihero. <laughs> I wish we had gotten like more of uh, Ronin. Hawkeye as Ronin. Well, we need a Ronin movie. Literally, this dark like I can already see it in my head. Like, anyways. I remember who takes over as Ronan after Clint in the comics. I don't know. It's a very you're like, the comic minor, guy. It's a very minor character, honestly. Oh wait, no, yeah, because it's like because the Ronan identity is just kind of like what if a hero like oh I don't feel like you know going by my regular name, so I'll just be Ronan for a little bit, and it's just kind of like passed around, oh. which I always thought was kind of cool. Well, yeah, she kind of took it up because she was wearing the suit, and there were sightings of. The Ronin, right? Mm-hmm. We haven't had sightings of the Ronin in X amount of years and everything like that. And everybody thought she was the Ronin and that's why she was attacked. But I thought that made a little bit of an organic meeting because he was the Ronin. He was seeing someone was running around as the Ronin. And so he went to investigate very Clint Bartony of him. Yeah. So I thought I wrote organic meeting. I thought it made sense to me why he would seek her out. Yeah, I missed it. So That's okay. You'll, you should finish it. Um, I which will. I will do that today. All right, beginning started slow. Enjoyed the result of the whole thing, and I would recommend oh, yeah. highly. I would. I probably will finish this. I mean, I'm watching everything in order. I'll probably wait until it comes up, which is almost the end of everything. But um, I enjoyed it. I would watch it. The, probably watch the entire thing. It's only got one season now, right? Yeah. Only one season right now. I it's just, brand new. Yeah, but. I mean, not brand. It's been out for like a little bit. Well, probably like six months, but um, yeah, I would watch it. I'm probably going to. You should uh, try to stay awake. It is kind of long. 45 minute episodes. I do enjoy. Like at least we're getting our bang for our buck. Yeah. As far as production quality. Uh, I would recommend uh, not binging it. Oh I yeah. Usually... It doesn't feel bingeable. It is not. Uh, as opposed like... to like Daredevil or Jessica Jones. Yeah. Uh, like one or two episodes in. In like one sitting. Mm, cool. I'm gonna take that to heart. Well, I mean, like you said, 45 minutes. You watch two. That's an hour and a half. That's a whole feature length exactly. film, like, right? It's like movie length. Off topic. I've been watching Young Sheldon, and it is delightful. Oh, I love, I love Young Sheldon. It's so good. I do not have arms big enough for the jerk off motion that is brewing in my soul. Ah, you hate everything. All right, <laughs> we're gonna wrap it up. Uh, we're topping out at an hour 15. So, um, thank you for joining us. Everybody want to, you want to salute us? Goodbye, fans. <laughs> Go ahead and salute, if you would. Everybody, salute. give salute. it a salute. Go ahead, salute. Catch us on Friday, where we riff on whatever the fuck we want. This is a little more structured, if it seemed that way. I hope yeah. it did. Um, all right, catch you on Friday. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Uh, bye-bye now. Godspeed. Play the outro. Godspeed.